everybody. Welcome to, I think this is, yeah, the second ever episode of nice. the Crypto and Mental Health Podcast. Uh, we have with us today's special guests, um, Eric and Stephen, brothers from Wilson Mining. And we have all of their fans uh, commenting in the comment <laughs> section of the YouTube videos. Thousands of people watching us right now, right? <laughs> oh, got the whole the whole squad. Come on, plus. Awesome. <laughs> is, is your is your sister watching, Stephen? Your twin sister? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Come Jennifer. On. Tune in. We texted her. She didn't uh she didn't respond. <laughs> yeah. A miscellaneous Facebook user said millions. <laughs> and uh Crypto Pope says good afternoon. You guys know Crypto Pope? I think yeah, I've seen him I've seen him on the Twitter, I believe. Yeah, I awesome. recognize um, yeah. On the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, great. So, yeah, what what are we what are we talking about here today, guys? You know, I, you've I think more more recent entrance into the uh, immersion and and hosting and and all all that stuff. Yeah. So, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you guys do and and who you are and what your background is? So we um, obviously I'm Eric. Um, we we started. Well, I started my Bitcoin journey, and I think it was. 2018 early 2018 my neighbor texted me one more or one day and just said hey have you heard about this bitcoin thing i've been buying it and so then i started asking more questions about it and then i started buying it and then i just kept buying it kept buying it kept buying it and then one day steven messages me and asked me if i would like to uh start mining bitcoin (laughs) and that was um that was what early 2021 yeah yeah early 2021 Yep. Early 2021, so we um, we bought an S19 Pro, threw it in our mom's basement, and just started hashing away. Our mom was very nice about it. <laughs> it was quite loud. Shout out to her. Yeah. She was, Shout uh, out to her. Did Did you guys supportive. figure out how to how to downclock that and and maybe like make it a little bit less loud for her? Uh, or oh no, we overclocked. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we turned it up. No up. mercy. No mercy. Oh, geez, you guys. Holy. Crap. So that obviously necessitated it, it probably encouraged you guys to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, is this your mom? Shout out to mom. That's the <laughs> Facebook user we have here. Yeah. So, so Steven, you know, what, what really precipitated that, if that's the right word to use, um, you know, that move from mom's yeah. garage, mom's basement to, to now what you guys are doing. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what happened was, um, you know, we owned a bunch of our family's been in the like agriculture, corn and, and soybean business for a very long time. We're technically fifth generation farmers. Um, and we knew that there was cheap power down in Iowa. Um, we're surrounded by wind turbines. Um, and the idea was, you know, we have all this land. We had some buildings down there that we could put the miners in. Um, you know, let's buy a bunch of our miners, go down there, get the cheap energy. Um, and you know, we didn't have to lease the land, you know, we, it, we didn't have to buy it from anybody. You know, there was a lot of things that were like really hard to get, um, kind of like already in place for us. And, um, so yeah, that was kind of the idea. And we went down to Iowa and basically the first facility that we built was fully immersion, which is kind of unique. Most people go air cooling and then they try to go immersion and we just kind of went straight to immersion. Um, if you you know, if you've seen any of our YouTube videos, that first facility did not work out. And we, you know, we made the big giant mistake of not getting our power, 
um, locked in and, and understanding like what our rate was going to be. And that was, you know, a ton of people, I've talked to a ton of people who've made like this very, very similar mistake. Um, so, you know, then we had to move because the, the power company that we were with was not going to negotiate with us at all. So luckily for us, you know, we had another, other land that we could go to, um, with a local co-op down there. And they were very, very good to us. They gave us a, a fantastic rate uh, straight out the get-go. They were super excited uh, to work with us. And um, so, yeah, then we had to move everything. And it was, uh, you know, it was a timely and costly mistake. But ultimately, it was, you know, definitely the, the correct direction for us yeah. to go to um, long-term, you know, and, and everything like that. So that's kind of how we ended up uh, where we're at with, with the hosting so we've got a um, a Facebook sure. watcher today. He's asking us what power company. Um, our, our we're on a rural co-op. They buy from a, a company called Corn Belt, who buys from Basin Electric. Oh, that that's who you, who you're with now, or or previously? That's who we're with now. Yeah. Before we were with Alliant Energy. Ooh, Alliant, Alliant Energy. Oh, if you guys are watching this on them. You know, we do not like those guys. They're <laughs> extremely unfriendly to us. You know, if you're, you know, if you're, you know, looking at mining Bitcoin and you're on any of their lines, you know, it's you're going to have a tough time with them. You know, I would I would recommend just probably planning on moving yeah. versus trying to work with them. And that's the case with, you know, power companies. Right. Some of them get it. Some of them don't. That just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Okay, so you guys were a primary customer or a secondary customer, meaning like you guys didn't own the transformers yourselves. Um, correct for the the first location, yeah, because we were it set up the uh, the site we were on was a it was a grain bin site again owned by Armand, who <laughs> lets us do all that for, and so they already had six hundred amp service. They had a hundred hundred kVA transformer already there. It was single phase one twenty two forty. So, but it was for the corn rind system, which used it used a lot of power, but it only used that in like the months of October and November. But you know, the rest of the the rest of the ten months, it was it wasn't using any power. And so we're like, well, let's just you know bring the power over to the shed, and, you know, get you know it, it wasn't that expensive, so we didn't have any capex really up front, which was pretty convenient. But ultimately, the rate was not. It was like eighteen yeah. cents all in. It was really bad. And now, now where you're at at the other place. Um, so do you guys own your own transformers? Yeah, yeah, we take it at primary voltage. I think it's 12470Y, and then, yeah, we bring it down to 415, 240. But, yeah, we, we've had to purchase that. Yeah, we got some other people that are yeah. a little bit upset about <laughs> Alliant as well. Oh, no, we got a reputation. <laughs> How do you spell Alliant? Is it Flyant? <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think you meant to say a, a, a bad uh, word. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I have to ask because this is the, the crypto and mental health podcast. You know, how, how did that make you feel? You know, like crypto winter is bad enough, but I mean. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was tough. I mean, we were basically, you know, we basically gave ourselves 24 hours to kind of sulk. Um, and but i mean we had purchased you know at that point we had purchased 24 miners mm-hmm. and you know it's like that was not a, a small amount of money to us and it was like look we got to figure out how to make this work like we can't you know we can't sit on these we bought xps you know and we bought some j you know a bunch of j pros and it was like look we got to figure out where to put these things mm-hmm. like you know we're not just going to be able to sit on them yeah. um, 
And I mean, it didn't help that, you know, basically by the time, the whole time that we're, you know, moving over uh, the whole FTX situation is happening and, you know, the economics of mining are the worst they've ever been um, in history. And I mean, I guess like, you know, the advice you would give is like, you know, basically having a partner, right? So anytime that I was feeling, you know, unsure, unconfident, or just down about things, you know, at least I had Eric there to kind of back me. And, you know, likewise, when yeah. Eric was feeling stressed about things, like, you know, God, you know, this is tough. We're running into issues here, there, you know, it's just like having somebody that, you know, you're not just like by yourself mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Oh, for sure. Know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be like, you know, the, the the super helpful advice is like dude if you're gonna do this like get someone to help like that you're gonna partner with that mm-hmm. that can help you because it's not easy and uh you're gonna want someone to you know understand like how you're how you're feeling in, in the time being and, and hopefully like get you out of like the the negative feelings uh that happen yeah the funk basically right because yeah. i mean it, it is it's it's up and down in this industry that this industry isn't for the faint of heart, you know, I, I, I've known people that have come and gone in this industry and, um, yeah, you know, they, they, they couldn't take it. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't take it for, I don't know, probably a good half year. Mm-hmm. I was literally, my brain was mush, mm-hmm. uh, didn't mm-hmm. want to live, didn't want to work, didn't, didn't want to, you know, play with my daughter, mm-hmm. didn't want to, didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, cause I was, I was just so depressed because, I put so much of my, uh, you know, my self-worth on what I do as a business person and I, I want to be successful. Right. Yeah. And so it, 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 things like Bitcoin going from three K up to you know 60 K and then back down again, that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. It's, uh, you really got to, uh, you got to have good people in your mm-hmm. corner, you know, and whether that's like, you know, like, you know, friends and family in your, you know, in your, you know, in real life, you know, aspect, or even just like, you know, on the internet with Twitter and Telegram, like you can't, you can't do this alone, man. It's just, you're not, you're going to have a tough time and it's, it's going to take a lot of the enjoyment out of it. And you've got to have kind of people behind you Mm -hmm. to, to help you in this industry. Cause, cause it's tough. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so a uh, question for Eric, just, uh, I'm just picking from my random list here of like a hundred questions. Um, what's an insult that, that you've received that, that you're proud of? That I'm proud of? Yeah. Oof. Um, I think there's a few of them. One is that I guess, not that I'm, crass maybe but that i i, I always kind of speak what i what's on my mind there like there isn't much of a filter like if i don't like something that you did I'll, you know i just tell you straight to your face and i, I mean i kind of wear that with pride because you know there isn't there isn't a second side of me and you know i i say what i feel and you know yeah. I, I i i mean what i say you know sometimes i say things that are wrong but i mean you know if i you know it, it is what it is but that's how i felt at the time so i yeah you know i i, I wear that with pride well, I mean, this this industry is. I mean, it's full of a lot of bullshitters, mm-hmm. uh, a, lo- a lot of liars, yep. thieves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's the wild west, you know. And <laughs> I think it is, being yes. just being blatant and being honest like that, 
it, yeah, it definitely comes off as crass sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fairly crass myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I just, there's just no other way. Um, yeah. You, you got to know who you're dealing with in this, in this industry. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and why not just, just say it as it is. Right? Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. Goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, a uh, question for Steven. Um, so are, are you more of an extrovert or introvert? Um, I, I would say I'm more extroverted, I guess, compared to Eric. Um, yeah, I would consider myself pretty introverted. Like if I'm like, you know, in a big group, like, you know, I we will call it like a party. It's like, you know, I need like, you know, call it 24 or 48 hours to kind of like regroup my energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would say I could be pretty extroverted at times when, when needed. Um, mm-hmm. but I do, you know, I do quite like my, my alone time as well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I know for myself, my, well, my wife is complete opposite of me. Like she, when she sees people, she's with people, she gets energized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, if I have to talk to more than like one person at a time, or if I'm in a big group, I, I get drained and it takes me mm-hmm. like literally 24 hours. I need to myself just to yeah. sit in the basement and you know, not, <laughs> not talk to anybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I like the miners. They don't talk back. They just, they just do what they're told. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's yeah, why I yeah. got I got into the uh, the minor repair business. Yeah. Um because they they do talk back actually. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Yeah. And you can listen to them. They they have these nice ASIC testers. They got the the Stasic tester, the Pico BT, mm-hmm. the, the ASIC Ninja tester and and uh you know some of the other ones out there mm-hmm. where uh it, it, it'll it'll give you advice kind of kind of like, you know, like listening to a good podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, let's ask you one more question, um, Eric, uh, and, and then we'll go to a little short commercial break and we'll, I'll shill some stuff, but, uh, Eric, it was, so what's one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody, uh, just starting out in Bitcoin or, or, or Bitcoin mining? That would be, you just, I think I, 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 I listened to a podcast recently. It had Rob from uh, upstream in it. He just said, I, I really like this advice. He just said, you just have to start. And it's yeah. the same thing. You just have to start, you know, get in the telegram, start asking questions, start watching videos, but you just have to start somewhere. Everyone started with not knowing anything. We were no different. I joined one of your telegrams and I just started listening and asking questions and viewing what was going on. And then you just get, you just get exposure to, you know, what, what's going, what's happening. And then, you know, of course, just like anything you over time, you just start to learn but from other people's mistakes but it's just so important just to just to start doing something about it. Absolutely, you know, I, I agree. That's I mean, that's kind of what I am. I'm I'm a self starter, and I, I'm more of a, a kinesthetic learner. Mm-hmm. I just I just learn by trial and error. You know, I I never went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, my my brother never went to school. We're we're very <laughs> entrepreneurial, um, and you know, so I, yeah, my my brother's actually a farmer. Uh, not the nice. Bitcoin farmer kind. He's, he's, he's the <laughs> vegetable farmer kind, yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, just, just kind of like just doing it. And, and like mm-hmm. you guys said, I, you had that miner up and running in your mom's mm-hmm. basement mm-hmm. that probably gave you a lot of motivation to mm-hmm. like, be like, okay, first of all, we need more of these. Yep. Right. <laughs> Second of all, we can't do this at residential power rates. And third yeah, of all, exactly. we, we can't do this 
Yeah, we, we need to do it in a place where we can make a little bit of noise and, and or, or, or heat, right? Yeah. So you just you just do it. And, yeah. and so yeah. I, I said um, basically, yeah, the, the biggest motivation to building out your farm is just by putting up as many miners as you can wherever you can. And you, you will very quickly find a way to find, you know, more power or cheaper mm-hmm. power or a better way to do it by, by just yeah. doing it, right? Yeah. Uh, so we have a question from a Facebook user. He says, "How many units do you guys uh, currently have running?" Um, I think we are at 110. We still have some other customer miners that haven't arrived yet, but right now we have 110 hash, and we were curtailed this morning. But I literally turned them on like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I turned yeah, on. no, I I saw that. We we were just about to go live, and you're like, "Oh, hold on, I just I just got to notice that the power rate's back down to normal. <laughs> let, let me go turn them back on quick." Yeah, hopefully you don't have to go turn them back off no, how many times in, in like in one day or in one week would you have to turn them off because of curtailment um it's it's completely dependent on the weather so how it works is like we have a um there's like a monthly peak so the highest energy usage for that day for the month is when we have to curtail but the rest of the days we shouldn't have to curtail but it's you know obviously there's you know if you if you have a high usage on you know for instance March second we still have the rest of the month to have a higher usage day, and then you would have to curtail again. But it's completely dependent on the weather. Okay, so the, the really is is about the weather. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Um. Yeah. So that's how you get the cheap rates, though, right? Yep. It is. Yeah. That's the only way to do it, unless you put up your own generation facility, which it's not very easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we have another Facebook user saying, you should be incredibly happy. Within a few years, you went from mom's basement to 110 units. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you very awesome. much. Yeah. Yeah. It was... yeah. And, you know, obviously you made some mistakes in, in, the, in the process, but I mean, who, mm-hmm. who doesn't, right? <laughs> I've met, any, I, you know, I haven't met anybody who's uh, done everything perfectly yet. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're going to just take a, a quick break here to talk about some of our sponsors. And uh, who are those sponsors? Well, there are various ventures that I'm working on here. Uh, so this first one here is the Dominican Republic Bitcoin meetup. And let me just go to that page here. So in December, between Christmas and New Year's, in the Dominican Republic, we're doing a conference. Uh, there's going to be some... Influencers, influencers there uh, from the Dominican Republic, but also from around the world. So it's going to be a bunch of Bitcoiners and Bitcoin miners showing up there. Uh, I'm actually going to send a couple pallets of uh, old S9s there to uh, to give away and to sell to people. So if you're interested in that, uh, definitely snag a ticket. They're only uh, under 100 bucks right now. And uh, you can come a day early, stay a day late and get an all inclusive uh you know, stay at a, a, on, on the beach um, at the same time. Um, another thing we got going on in April 26th has come up pretty quick here. We got Scott's Virtual Mining Conference. So it's a, a 3D virtual world. Uh, we've done this before where you can have a little character you could put on your, your Oculus if you want and, uh, and just run around and have a bunch of fun. But basically what we're doing there uh, on the Wednesday evening, we're going to have a little party, just have some fun networking get to know each other uh, maybe do like a little scavenger hunt in, in the, the virtual world 
we're also going to have some exhibitors here uh, with booths where you can go in, watch their videos, ask live questions uh, from some of the, the sponsors. Uh, we've got some exciting sponsors to, to share coming up. Uh, and then on, on the second day, yeah, so we have the expo hall and a virtual conference where we're going to have um, some speakers talking about some great topics. Uh, and then also April 24th in Wisconsin, we have an advanced level two minor repair training. Uh, so you can go to 2.tools slash advanced. And that is if you already have a Bitmain uh, certification or if you've already come to our level one training, uh, you can brush up on your skills and learn some some more advanced things. Uh, so on, on the agenda there, you know, we're going to teach you how to use a hot plate for reworking hash boards, uh, how, how to use um, an oscilloscope. And, and they're really getting into some nitty gritty um, very detailed ways on how to fix PCBs um, and, and doing traces. Uh, so that's some really great stuff. So if you have broken miners uh, or if you maybe even want to start your own repair shop, uh, these are definitely some recommended um, events uh, that you can come to. At the same time, that exact same week on, on uh, the week of April 24th to 28th, we're going to have a, a level one going on at the same time. So, so yeah. Um, that's a little bit about what we're doing. Let's get back to this uh, regularly planned uh, event here. Okay, so Eric, Steve, thanks for putting up with that little promo there. I love it. Um, yeah. Looks fun. And um, let's see if we have some more comments from the peanut gallery here. We got Crypto Pope asks, uh, does that mean you shut down the entire container? So he's talking about the 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 curtailment here so yeah why don't you tell us a little bit more about that so when we curtail so it it kind of depends on how your your setup is so we don't have smart pdu so we have to do or we do a very low-tech solution so what i actually do is i go into the router and i just block the internet for all the miners so it just kind of puts them into sleep mode they don't consume as much but the container's still running the fans are still going but I mean, I can turn them off. I was gonna go down there and turn them off for the winter because you know I don't need to have them running anyway, and the miners would get too cold. But no, so the whole container is not off. It just I just block internet to the miners. Everything's still powered, and then you know I just yeah. unblock the internet, and the miners you know come back online, and we're back up and hashing no problem. How do you how do you feel the difference is between doing that and versus um, maybe doing a bulk uh, sleep? You know, putting them in in sleep mode. Does is there any difference? Would you say, or have you tried that yet? I have not tried it. So we we just got up and running a few days ago. So I haven't set up Foreman, or I, I was I was trying to do try Lincoin Agent, um, but no, we we haven't got them set up yet. But I, it would definitely be a lot easier to do that because now I have to go on the route. I have to click you know 110 different you know little selection boxes that yeah. block the internet, and but so it's a lot easier to use. So the, the, what about? Um... What about the option of just like literally unplugging your your router? <laughs> I mean that that works, but I have to, I'd have to drive two hours down there to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the that's well. The, you maybe you could you could buy one of those little um, you know 110 volt uh, Wi-Fi switches, right? And just just put that on your your modem or your router. Yeah, but but then if I unplug the router, then I can't I can't turn it back on. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. But I mean, everything should restart automatically when, once they sense the internet again, right? Well, yeah, but I can't turn the router back on because, yeah, because it doesn't have Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Little tips, tips and, and tricks here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, crypto pope was saying uh, yeah, maybe a smart switch. So I've, I've got um, these 240 volt mm-hmm. smart switches myself. Um, you know, it, it can maybe power 30 amps at a time on, mm-hmm. on 240 volt. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just with an app on my phone, I, I can just say, okay, turn, turn that PDU off, turn that PDU on. Yeah. So you don't actually need a, a, a full out, smart pdu that way you know that mm-hmm. you can just use maybe like a different um cheaper appliance instead of spending like 900 bucks or you know 1500 bucks on smart yeah. pdu you can just right. do like a you know a couple hundred dollar uh, solution but yeah it, it sounds like the most ideal thing for you guys right now is is just going and press pressing the button on yeah. the thing or or like you said get get foreman working and just put them in sleep yep. mode right yeah or, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I worked in the automotive industry for seven years. And so I always found it, you know, just it's it's never, you know, try not to overcomplicate things. If you got some that works and it works well, you know, just just stick with it and just, you know, as, as unsexy as it might be to click 100 times on a router, you know, it, it works perfectly every time. It's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheap. Job. Yeah, yeah. So uh, earlier you guys were saying, you know, uh, I mean, there, there's been other hosting companies that have tried to do this, you know, make a, a, a retail play. It sounds like uh, you guys have a few smaller customers yourself, right? Not not just like one massive customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, th- there's there's been a lot of ups and downs in this industry, and and uh, you know, s- some other hosting companies who have specifically targeted retail like that, uh, it's mm-hmm. not not gone well for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because you know, typically, customers like that are you know, people who have in, almost invested everything they had buying S nineteens at ten thousand dollars a pop, and this is like almost their life savings sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they're literally watching their pool every single day. They have alerts, you know, SMS, mm-hmm. emails every time a miner goes down. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like they're on it. So how, how do you how do you deal with that? Does does that suck, or are you guys pretty good at handling that so far? I mean, it's really just about like having like the right expectation mm-hmm. with people. Um, you know, and and kind of the thing is like you know you see like a lot of these hosting companies that have like gotten in, themselves in trouble and like you know have gotten a ton of like bad negative reviews and stuff online. And you know, basically, it all boils down to them basically lying about like what's going on with their situation like you know just like you know a super like human principle like people are super understanding when you tell them the truth about what's going on you know and they're not understanding when you lie to them and they find out about it like it's like even if you have a an ironclad contract that that puts them in the best position like yeah they, they could execute on that and say hey you messed up, you know, you owe me X amount of dollars or a yeah. refund or whatever. But right. sometimes they won't even ask for that if, if you just are forthright and you're mm-hmm. communicative and you stay in touch. And yeah, instead yeah, I of mean, o- over-promising and under-delivering, you just mm-hmm. yeah, be, be transparent, right? <laughs> it's amazing what, you know, if you just tell people what's going on, like, you know, like, you know, one of the, the problems that we ran into with one of our delays was, uh, you know, we had to pass an inspection and we didn't pass our first time, you know, and, and that was, you know, we very easily could have, you know, ventured farther away from the truth of like what actually happened, but we didn't. And um, because we didn't, we just, you know, told the truth right away. Like people were understanding and, uh, you know, everybody stayed with us. And then sure enough, we passed the second time. Boom, we're up and running. Everyone's happy. No one even, 
is going to remember that we, you know, didn't yeah. make the first inspection. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's all about just, you know, doing business the correct way. Like mm -hmm. it's not terribly difficult or anything like that. Like <laughs> it, just do things yeah, the right no, way. Like it's not that hard. When, when people are, are trying to, you know, their, their pride gets the best of them and they want to put on a good show. They want to make it look like they have it all together. Mm -hmm. But I, I think I, I really prefer doing it the opposite, just like mm -hmm. being truthful and saying, Hey, you know, shit happens. I'm yeah. sorry. It sucks. Uh, we didn't meet our goal, whatever, you know, yeah. there, think, there's uh, all sorts of different things you can say. I think that kind of, we've taken the same exact approach and I think that kind of has added to a, like a lot of the charm of why people like us, where it's like, you know, we send people, you know, here's our warehouse and it's, you know, it's our mom's basement. Like, you know, and the joke is hilarious. Like there's not this big professional, you know, <laughs> warehouse, like, you know, it's, it, it is like, this is, you know, it's our mom's basement. Like, you know, and people appreciate just like, you know, basically, you know, this is who we are and this is what we can do. And, you know, we're not going to pretend to be like something that we're not basically. Yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised how, like how far that goes with people. Mm -hmm. We got, we got maybe like a little subtle um, um, shill in here, but I, I don't know. Hash Branch is not a, they're not a hosting company, but yeah, the Hash Branch uh, I've seen them pop up recently. Yeah. Uh, they they yeah, are yeah. a, a place where hosting companies, them specifically, not not brokers, but you have to actually yeah. be a, a real legit mm -hmm. yeah. um, hosting company. You yeah, go yeah. and put your services on there. For sure. But yeah, he, he's asking. So since you guys are full. You know, where to go? Would you recommend? <laughs> would you just say just just don't buy miners. Just don't be stupid. Just <laughs> I would. Uh, I mean, I would say that don't. You know, go before you buy a miner. Make sure you get like a hosting provider first. Mm -hmm. Basically, um, you know, like hosting is super tight right now. Um, and, and you know, we've got a t you know a huge list of people that want to host with us that we can't that we can't take because we're full. Um, you know, if you can check out like simple mining is in Iowa. They're like, you know, an hour ish away from us. Um, you know, we've done like, we've sent some repairs their way and, and, and some, some customers their way too. And, and they're super good operators, Adam and Nick over there. You can check those guys out. Um, like BitCap, We've talked to Jimmy. Um, mm -hmm. They're up in Washington. He's a super good dude. You could check them out too. I don't know kind of what their availability is like, but like what I would say is like, you know, make sure that you've got a spot before you buy a miner because most people are buying miners than looking for spots and it's way easier to get miners than it is hosting slots right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, my miners are pretty cheap right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe two months ago it was like rock bottom. I right. don't know if we're going to get to that rock bottom again. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. but, but yeah. Um, now is a good time to buy miners, even if you just have to sit on them. But like you yeah. said, yeah, it's it is a good idea to try to secure some hosting first, or may, maybe you just try to get them up and running in your your mom's basement, and Dude. and you'll quickly get motivated to <laughs> find yeah. find another solution, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're coming close to the end of the show here. Um. What's what's one question that that you guys wanted me to ask that I haven't asked you guys yet? Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess like, uh, kind of like our like really big belief overall is kind of like this whole idea of like playing to your advantage. Um, so basically like kind of like my like thesis behind that is like the reason that we decided to get into Bitcoin mining in the first place 
was because you know we already had land that was on cheap power and like that was you know a big advantage to us right and you can apply that concept like even further where it's like you know you see tons of people arguing about like oh like which energy source is best and like so on and so forth and it's like the real question is like what energy source is best in your area right like the sun doesn't shine in iowa but the wind blows all day you know or like if you're in texas it's like you know you guys have tons of of uh natural gas that's cheap down there like that's that's your advantage like for so or if you're up in like you know washington you've got hydropower and like that's the advantage and basically like figuring out like what what advantages do I have in my very specific, you know, case, so to speak, and and playing towards that because you know this. If you haven't figured out already, like this is an extremely competitive environment of, of Bitcoin mining, and you need to come in with some way to um, have an advantage over everyone else. And if you don't, you know, you're gonna get swallowed up by the, by by the rest, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's just like super important to be thinking about and not trying to like be somebody else or not trying to like execute somebody else's plan, basically, and just understanding like, okay, where are the advantages that I have for my situation? How do I make that work? And if you don't have any, then you probably shouldn't be trying to play in this in this space because again it's it's competitive right <laughs> yeah so um well question one last question uh for eric what what do you think the bitcoin mining industry is going to look like in 20 25 years from now oh so we we have a, a big plan on what we're going to look like so i can only assume that others are thinking someone similar so what I think or what we think is that Bitcoin miners are eventually going to have to start producing their own power. And so, like Steven said, our advantage is wind power. So we want to throw up our own wind turbines. But we do think that, you know, to stay competitive, you're going to have to generate your own power because, I mean, other people are going to start doing it. And the second other people start doing it, then you get priced out because, again, you know, they own the power generation. They don't have to pay for a transmission cost, someone else doesn't have to, you know, get their cut, like you, you own it all. And so we think it's going to be a bunch of miners that are vertically integrated with their own power with their own, and they, they don't have to curtail, they can control it, but it's, so we, we think that's where it's going to end up being like. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Okay. One, one more question. <laughs> uh, Steven, I got to ask this question. I think I'm going to try to ask this question every, every week. Uh, but if somebody gave you 500 Bitcoin tomorrow, what would you spend it on? 500 Bitcoin tomorrow. What would I spend it on? That's a lot. I would, I would, you know, probably take a small, I would probably take a portion of it and just huddle cold storage it. Um, but then, yeah, I would, I would spend the rest of it on just like energy infrastructure. Um, <laughs> and kind of like, that's been like, in our opinion, the hardest, most valuable part of kind of the whole mining play. Like it's super easy to get ASICs right now. Um, So I would spend, you know, transformers, um, containers, uh, basically all all of that, the infrastructure that goes into it. um, That's kind of where I would would put that money. And then I would mine a bunch of Bitcoins over, you know, the next 10, 15, 20 years and see you guys um, just keep, and just keep on making more <laughs> yeah, buddy. exactly and, awesome. and grow the business right yeah well hey guys uh we're at the end 
uh, really appreciate your time, you know, and I'd love to maybe have you guys on again in a, maybe even later this year to see the progress. Maybe they'll have a second yeah. container, third container, you know, 10 containers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was awesome having you. Thank um, you for inviting us. This is awesome. All right. Appreciate Take it. care. Thanks. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Scott's Crypto Mining. 